Well, it is beautiful music. I love this music. And uh, who do who do we have coming in now? I believe we have Mario Kanamu calling in from Zurich uh, with some reports on the financial communities and what's going on in Europe. And and uh, Mario Kanamu, are you are you there? I certainly am. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, tell us what the heck is going on in Europe. I mean, uh, is the euro still falling? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, they are still scrambling and trying to decide on uh, what agreement can be reached between the European Union members regarding a cap on the price of natural gas. Germany has come up with a proposal, but... Um, uh, many of the members of the European Union uh, want to see much more action with respect to, to limiting what the price uh, the European Union is prepared to pay for gas. At the moment, right now, as things stand, Europe pays on average four to five times what uh, Asia does for natural gas. Uh, that's interesting because what it's doing is it's moving shipments which were destined for that part of the world, meaning Asia, to come to Europe because obviously people can make more money on them. And in, uh, I read a story this morning of some breaking news stories about uh, the Germans are turning on more uh, nuclear uh, uh, reactors than they had before. Uh, you're referring to Germany. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yes, uh, uh, the German finance minister came out and made some statements with respect to the existing facilities and opening other ones, which have um, the reality is he's from a center-right party, which is very pro-business, and he's taking the view and the stance that he has to do everything he can to keep the people happy and to keep industry alive. He's going to run into some problems uh, if he has a long-term view with respect to this because the Greens, uh, who are part of the coalition and who actually have the foreign minister, for example, is a member of the Green Party, they're very much against using nuclear energy uh, they understand that they have to use it for a certain amount of time now while the crisis is ongoing, but they will uh, not be prepared, in my opinion, to continue this on an indefinite basis. And there's some breaking news on Bloomberg.com right now. OPEC. Uh, hello? Yeah, oh, breaking news on Bloomberg.com that OPEC and its panel recommends a 2 million barrel a day cut. That will yes, devastate Europe, wouldn't it? Well, it's, gonna, it's not only going to devastate Europe, it's going to put pressure on the whole system around the world. Um, and it's going to just create uh, more pain for consumers to pump, irrespective of the country, uh, because all these things are traded on global exchanges. And therefore, if there's a shortage in one part of the world, it actually does have an impact on another part of the world. I would like to touch on a couple of other things. Um, in the Ukraine, they've actually started handing out uh, potassium iodine uh, tablets, pills. Those are taken by people in order to uh, be able to absorb, uh, not absorb, sorry, to make sure that radiation doesn't actually affect people. Um, and there's a couple of other interesting stories, one which is from an outlet that's uh, against the uh, Kremlin, which is actually has said that uh, President Putin is actually preparing to move himself and his family into a nuclear-proof bunker. 
I find that interesting. And if, in fact, it's true, um, to me, it actually says something in reverse. Everybody is uh, worried about whether or not President Putin is going to use nuclear weapons. My personal opinion is I suspect he will, and he will use them uh, in the part of the Ukraine that he now considers his own. But putting that to the side, the fact that he's actually going to be moving into a bunker, if in fact it's true, means that he has accepted himself that the U.S. response is going to be very, very harsh. So he has accepted the fact that the U.S. has told him, if you do that, there's really not going to be any place for you to hide. So I think that it's interesting that he's now decided he should probably move into a nuclear-proof bunker, if in fact the story is true. Well... You know, look, uh, half the stories coming out of Ukraine and the other half coming out of uh, out of uh, Russia, they're not true. So I think you got to take one day at a time and don't panic on any particular uh, news unless it's verified. No, um, the only thing uh, the only thing people are panicking about in Europe right now is the fact that energy prices are out of control and they will be so for the foreseeable future, meaning running at least until the end of. 2023 and realistically even beyond that and that's going to have a tremendous impact on the lives of people in europe on the european economy uh and um on their quality of life yep you're very true uh anything else uh, coming out of europe that uh, you want to uh, tell people uh just the uh, constant aggression that's coming out of turkey that's continuing against greece it has to stop america is trying to take greece's side and saying that Greece sovereignty with respect to its islands and its borders uh, is, is not to be discussed. Uh, the Turks continue to engage in activity which is very, very uh, confrontational. And the reality is, I've said it before and I'll say it again, NATO is only as strong as its weakest link. And right now, with Turkey behaving the way it is, it doesn't actually bode well for NATO as an organization. Well, Mario Konamu, thank you for giving us that report out of uh, Zurich, out of Europe, uh, and uh, God bless you, and uh, stay safe, and uh, we'll catch up again soon. Thank you. You as well. Take care. Take care.